Hello and welcome to Mind the Gap, brought to you by After 12 Media. So, kicking off the episode um, the way we did the last one, with interesting facts, because your tech news briefing, as you'll have already heard, has come out already. I am buzzing. What? For your interesting facts. Alright, oh yeah. I'm just showing some enthusiasm, some support, like, give no, me a clap. They're, no inter- well, they're, they're just interesting things. Um, Go for it, hit me. I would rather know, because I, I would probably get sued. But um, so, <laughs> in 2013, a 28-year-old woman mm-hmm. from India mm-hmm. uh, had to have surgery to remove a football-sized fecal mass. Not All what right. I was expecting. This was the longest recorded time that anyone has ever been constipated. Good way yeah. to start us off. She had she had that stuck inside her gut. All right, for 45 days. We apologise if you're eating dinner. <laughs> Put your dinner away and listen to the rest of the episode. Come back to your dinner, read it in the microwave because obviously this is more important. Now, just to note, this is extremely rare and is, it only really happens in people who have like severe spinal injuries and things like that, or at least that's only really when severe constipation has been noted. Um, her exact cause is unknown, um, so that does leave some grey area. Um, so just make sure you're you're not eating too much fibre. Um, you're getting the right amount of all your macronutrients in there. And if you don't have a bowel movement at your normal time, do the old baby technique and shove soap up your bum. That might help. <laughs> Fucking hell. It might help. Oh, what's see this if, pod- what has this podcast become? It's become the podcast of many great things. <laughs> Tip number one. <sighs> Definitely. So the next one, why do people scratch their heads when, when they're confused? You do this. Listen, I'm scratching my head now after what you've just told me. No, you're not. Because I'm sitting watching you. All right. Okay, okay. No, yeah, that's fine. So Paul scratched his head. Do you scratch your head when you're confused? Yes. Well, head scratching is an example of what biologists calls displacement activity, where an animal that is unable to choose between two conflicting <laughs> options will opt for a completely unrelated um, behaviour whilst pondering over so, those options. So, right. I wonder what I look like at McDonald's at the self-service machines. What? And Well... Me as a human being, as a homo sapien, All right. right, I am an animal, biological matter, um, with the consciousness, right? Sometimes I don't, but that's fine. Okay. You said an animal when they can't decide what action they're going to take, so if Aye. they're in between a, a decision, They'll they do scratch their head. A completely different, unrelated action. It may not be scratching your head, you may do something completely different. So, for example, if a bird is deciding whether to attack or flee, um, it has been recorded that birds will just randomly start to peck the ground. So, I mean, (laughs) there's always that. I mean, that's kind of funny. So, unless, uh, if you don't scratch your head... So, the next time you see a big, massive fuck-off seagull pecking the ground, it's looking at you and going, do a fucking... Go and snatch Bite the nose off of that, or they run away. <laughs> I'd probably run away first because that flying at you. Nah, I'm not having that. This is probably true. To be fair, am I going to steal that guy's chip, his ice cream, or am I going to just fuck off? Is that a chip, <laughs> or <laughs> is that a finger? There's only one way to find out. That <laughs> I've got a story about that, be- by the way. Oh, go for it. Uh, when I was younger, um, I was trying to feed a seagull a chip. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were at the seaside. I can't remember where we were. The seaside. That sounds so fucking stupid. But we were at the we were at the beach by the seaside, and uh, I was trying to feed this seagull, and um, I was already, like, I was like already, three years old. Already, you fucked up. Well, I was big a time. wee guy, you know. I I was three years old, and uh, I I think I was three anyway. 
and I went to feed the seagull and it <coughs> chomped a bit of my thumb off. Fuck off. Yeah. You, this, that, something similar had happened to me with swans. They're vicious bastards. Swans are scary bastards. So are geese because they've got <laughs> fucking teeth. Geese just sound funny. <laughs> You're just like, but honestly, see when they've got, see the wee fluffy geese, the wee baby fluffy geese. Oh, they're fucking, they're they, hilarious. But the hang is, they come up to you, right? Because they're, like, they're oh, curious hi, and they're like, oh, hi, and they're dead nice. But the problem is, you go near one of them, the fucking baby geese is like, fucking, you get away from our fucking way. The baby geese yeah, is, yeah, we are so. The baby geese, the, the baby goose, <laughs> the goose, I don't know. Baby the big, geese. The, You've got the wee fluffy ones that are, that are nice and cuddly and then you've got that big fuck off daddy one at the back <laughs> wanting to kill me. It's coming at you with the fucking fangs. <laughs> but you see, the thing is, is like swans are just like, oh, they're so nice. Do you want a bit fucking... <laughs> That's, <laughs> that was my experience. Shout myself there. Is that too loud? So for, for everybody that just had a heart attack like Paul, I am so <laughs> sorry. Fucking... But seagulls, honestly, I like went to like feed it. I, I was at the Medis. All right. If Nibda, if Nibda kens what the Medis is, I don't know what the Midis is. What? What the fuck are you talking about? The Midis, it's literally like in between here and the old Dunf. Anyway, I'm it's, ba- it's basically um, it's basically like a, a local park, right. right? And like there used to be like a mine in that there, but there's a big lake and like loads of green fields. It's nice, right? There's like a horse riding place and stuff. It's pretty cool. But anyway, there's swans, right? They look lovely. Went to feed them one day and the motherfucker bit my fucking pinky. I was, I was furious. Again, I made that noise that I made earlier. I was furious. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure another swan also made that noise, edging his buddy on to bite Mary my fingers off. Being like, I fucking take care of the man. Fucking, that's only five points for a pinky. Twenty points for a thumb. Aye, bastards. Anyway, so you scratch your head when you're confused. <laughs> fucking hell, that was a wild sidetrack. I know. I'm just. I well, as, as we say in one of our earlier episodes, we come off the motorway, get a wee scone, and come back on again. So we're coming back on for our scone. Okay, okay. So you scratch your head when you're confused, or peck the floor if you're Paul and McDonald's. So do you shake when you're nervous or frightened? Well, me and Paul had a wee discussion about this earlier on, and he was right. Adrenaline kicks in if you're anxious or if you're frightened or if you're scared. Basically, the the cause of this is your amygdala goes absolutely bananas, throws you into the fight or flight response, and adrenaline kicks in. And when adrenaline kicks in, it can lead to muscles twitching uncontrollably, uh, and it makes us shake. So, and it can also throw in um, heavy breathing in there as well. Which obviously, if your muscles are shaking as well, it could throw you into cold sweats. Uh, also, I get that when I climb a hill. <laughs> <laughs> I get that when I. By the way, there are many folk that like, uh, like, I've spoke to. I'd be like, oh, why do you not take the stairs? Oh, you don't want to see me go up the stairs. And it's like, actually, now I do want to see you go up the stairs. <laughs> like, <gasps> do me a favor, just go run up them twice. Oh, sorry, Chernobyl just happened. <laughs> Jesus. By the way, have you watched any of that Chernobyl series? Oh, mate. Oh, have you watched it? Right. I'm on the first... Well, no. I'm on the second episode halfway through it because uh-huh. I had to stop watching it so I ran out of time. Honestly, have you ever seen Dunkirk? The film? Yes. Uh-huh. Right. You know how... The only way I can explain how this feels, right, mm-hmm. is when you watch Dunkirk, you know how it sort of like starts from the beginning. You know, <laughs> Starts from the beginning. Obviously. You know, <laughs> you know how... You know, it's fucking shit hits the fan right from the start. Aye. And there's this theme of like a ticking clock throughout mm-hmm. the whole film. Like Aye. even the music's like tick, 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 t
it's like a constant, constant, um, build up. you know, race, mm-hmm. right? And, but there's no like build up story. Like you don't. It's not a couple of days before Dunkirk. Aye. It's literally the day. It's fucking happening right now. You're mm-hmm. in it. That's that's how Chernobyl starts. There's a small, small build up. I mean, a five minute build up that's two years later, and then it goes comes up on the screen two years earlier, and then it shit hits the fan straight away. Shit hits the fan or fire hits the reactor core. <laughs> oh, fire didn't hit the reactor core. Ah, you can what I fucking mean. <laughs> you can but what yeah. I mean. Would you recommend that program? I would 100% recommend it. To, Better to than Game everyone. of Thrones? Well, I've, I've only... So far. Abs- Game of Thrones is a series. I mean, all right, the last series was disappointing in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But as that, you can't take away from... The previous series, so nah, the no, first seven series were what I wouldn't say like it's better than Game of Thrones because it's it's an unca- unfair comparison because one I'm only on the second episode there is only one series so far and Game of Thrones is a fucking nationwide phenomenon phenomenon um, like worldwide that. phenomenon phenomenon so and it's a completely different like ah it doesn't genre. matter if it's a completely different genre ah it doesn't matter if it's a completely different theme and it doesn't matter if it's six seasons less. But, I was just asking you a simple but, question. But, but, class cast, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing, like, um, cinematography, mm-hmm. and also the sound, like, and the music and the way that plays yeah. a part, just literally puts you, because I was, I was watching it, um, just in line in my bed, and it literally puts you in the, the sort of like, oh my God, things are going to go fuck up. Honestly, I was getting, I was getting like, like, I don't know, agitated lying watching it because there's this like this isn't really a spoiler because you would expect it anyway, but like there's a constant like siren going off. Like Aye. you said about Dunkirk, there's like in the music and the way they've designed it, you can if you really listen to like the tension's there. Go back and watch Dunkirk, honestly. There's a clock ticking. And see when you start to hear it, you're like, oh fucking it, hurry up. Aye, but well, the clock's Do ticking I mean? when they see the plane coming and they're yeah, trying to board yeah, the ship, yeah. you can hear it there. Yeah, and and but that's throughout the whole film. Yeah. You switch off to it, but the, it's there the, through the whole and it's to keep you on edge. And it's the same thing in Chernobyl. There's this siren, it's just like like that really like mm. what you would expect in a nuclear plant. Aye. And um before it goes boom. Yeah. And Honestly, it does does really put you on edge, and some of the characters sort of like get under your skin, and from really really early on. So get under your skin. I think that was the wrong term to use, considering they have no skin left. But we'll fire on with the rest of the episode. So the first thing we're going to start talking about is mobile phones. This wouldn't be a mind the gap podcast if we didn't at least mention mobile phones. We love mobile phones. one point I love but mobile phone technology it's probably my favourite thing honestly but what, it's one of the fastest moving sectors as well so there's loads of shit to keep up with um, so you never get bored so if this you're interested true. in tech get yourself interested in mobile tech because you will always have stuff to read anyway moving on with the episode so there's a couple of talking points that we're going to go over um, one of them is the T3 awards there's two main parts of the T3 awards that we're going to chat about now, T3 is a very highly regarded um, gadget magazine, blog, website type thing. Um, so they, they run annual awards every year, um, rating the best tech, even down to things like like bikes and bike helmets and stuff like that. So they do like a quite wide variety of things. You know, they do smartphones, mo- gaming monitors, gaming phones, all that sort of stuff. So really interesting stuff. 
And also, if anyone's seen the, the new Xiaomi, uh, under screen camera. Insane. Insane. It does look nice. Now, we're going to talk about that in a minute. We also kindly, Stephen, mm-hmm. after uh, your, uh, well, after our conversation about uh, one of the T3 awards that we were were very much in disagreeance. Is that a word? Disagreeance, possibly. We can roll with it. We'll go with it. Um, <laughs> well, we, we disagree with the, the choice anyway. So Stephen's kindly compiled a list uh, of the best mid-range smartphones on the market. Actual mid-range smartphones. Yeah, not the um, £750 but Samsung Paul- S10e. <laughs> But Paul and will go over that with you in a minute. XR? Oh, I don't. Mid-range phones? I think, anyway, we'll get started in a minute. So taking it from the top, we're going to go Samsung S10. How about that being named the T3 best phone of the year? What I do you think? I have to say, I kind of agree with it, but I would have probably named the Samsung uh, S10e. As, just for personal preference, I much prefer its design, like in terms of the side bit, like side fingerprint scan and stuff. Yeah, I um, see. I'm left-handed, so that would that royally would really, piss me off. But I think that if, if you look at the S10 cameras, great main sensor, great wide angle lens, um, the wide angle on it is yeah, set, uh, yeah really same. wide, and the quality doesn't drop. Quality is exact same. Telephoto zoom quality is the exact yeah. same. It's um, consistent. Exactly. Um, and it's Samsung cameras. They're great video and low light and still photography. The screen, best in the business, 1440p, AMOLED, beautiful, super bright. And as always, they get that carved down at a T. Oh. The hole punch, implemented well. See, it's, I, it's thought I, liked on the it. I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before. I thought I liked the hole punch because I said that I liked the Honor View 20, but mm, kind of went off it. I'm not too keen on it. But that's only because you've seen phones without anything now as well. So True. like that does play me. Like I can't remember the exact term, but if like if there's a hole, you're and you're watching a video, your brain, yeah, your fills, brain in. fills it in. Yeah, 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 so you don't even notice it. Um, it's so, like a certain percentage of something. Aye, your brain yeah. will fill in the gaps. But like mind that's the gap. there. <laughs> mind the gap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we must do that every episode as well. Oh, boy, I, we apologize, but it gets that done. The front-facing camera is. Great as well. Only thing that's probably bad about the phone on that front-facing camera is the face unlock is not secure. So I wouldn't yeah. use it. And the in-display fingerprint scanner is not fast enough. Mm-hmm. However, you can make it faster. I like the fact that with the ultrasonic one, you can add more fingers of the same finger yeah, yeah, yeah. to cover all the bases, make it faster. Display is class. Uh, in-screen fingerprint scanner is good. Fast charging, wireless charging, reverse wireless charging. Battery size is my only grievance with that phone especially for how much power that screen yeah. uses and for if you're not in the US you don't get the Snapdragon 855 processor you get the Zenos 980 it is, it that is loses shocking. quite a lot um, of points in the benchmark definitely testing. definitely so you're losing that processor the best processor in the market much more power efficient as well than the Zenos 980 mm-hmm. so if you want the Snapdragon version you will have to import it from America and then you will have yep. to buy a fast charger um, separate but that phone it's great build quality beautiful amazing design everything else is class Bixby pain in the arse but you can remap the button yeah which um, is nice it's a but, nice touch and one UI as well um, that Samsung redesigned is awesome just the other bits of the software that we don't like as well like not being able the to uninstall Facebook and yeah. but apart from that 
Great but, phone. Yeah, you could probably live with that. I think everybody in the grand uses Facebook anyway. Although it's nice to be able to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Aye. I don't think it would bother me personally because I use no. it. So Well, yeah. Aye. Well, that's, that's you know, the I thing. I would have it regardless. I have to say, though, that's two years in a row because Samsung mm-hmm. got phone of the year for the Samsung Galaxy Note 9 because it was the best all-round starts, smartphone. Starts to make you wonder if there's a slight bias. I don't know, like, because the Note 9, when you look at it as a full package, you've got the S Pen for if you need to use that, you can use it as a shutter button as well. It had great cameras. I still think the Note 9 is a very niche phone. And... I don't know, like... Like, the S like, Pen, the implementation of the S Pen has a very niche purpose. But you don't need to use it. You can use the phone well, without buy the S a Samsung S9 Plus. But the, you don't get that big display, that big, massive screen. You it's like big... Literally, I know, but it's... It's what, point... And you get a much larger... You get a 4,000 milliampere battery as well. But the S9 Plus has got a smaller battery than the S8 Plus, remember that. Note 9, they got it, they, they got it right last year with the Note 9... They've done it again with the S10 as an all-round phone because like Samsung phones, they're all-round great phones. So I, I'm looking forward to the Note 10, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to the to the Note 10. And now that sort of 5G's on the rise, the the combine the speeds of the Note 10 with the network speeds available on 5G, Hopefully. and you've got a pristine mobile experience well hopefully the um the note 10 will have a 5g modem i think they'll release a separate as far as i know they're still rocking the the well it will be the snapdragon 855 the note 10 will have i i Um, think it's the the, us models uh they're going back to xenos for for the rest i so i think it's the specific modems mm -hmm. the modems that they shipped were the 4g modems at the start of the year so the probably do what they've done with the S10 5G. Yeah, and release a 5G And release version. a 5G. Yeah. Well, of course they will. going to make money from that. Of course, of course. Yeah. So moving on to the second T3 award that I would, I think it's fair to say we both had a bit of a problem with. I um, really, really the, did grind my gears. The biggest so. thing, I'll go into this in a second, the biggest thing for me was the shortlist and what phones made it onto that. Mm-hmm. I just think it was an unfair comparison, but hey-ho. So... The Samsung S10e was named the best mid-range phone. <laughs> Stephen, tell me what your thoughts are well, on that. First and foremost, right, what is a mid-range phone? I would say anywhere between the regions of 300 to 600. So you're going for price straight off the bat. Okay. I would agree with you. Yeah, aye, because when I think of premium handsets, I think of expensive handsets that the developers put all their you know, all their best stuff in mm-hmm. it. When I think of mid-range phones, I think of, you know, anywhere between, like I said, 300, 600. That's the sort of phones that, you know, they put some premium spec mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. there, but they, they try and cut back in areas to make it more affordable for the consumer. Because if you look at, if you're going between the S10 range, right, technically their mid-range phone should be the S10 standard. And their S10 is the budget phone, and the premium flagship is the S10+. Plus. Yeah. Or if you're t- looking at Samsung's entire range, you've got the S range. You've got the A range. You've got the A range. And then what's the, the, J, the range. J range? So the A range is technically your mid-range. So the S10e doesn't even fall into that category yeah. at all. So technically that doesn't even work. The iPhone XR, that was also in the mid-range list. Is that right? Yes. So again, <sighs> it bothered me. And it, the other thing, when I think of mid-range phones, right? Now, I know I said it was very price-orientated, you know, but I also think of, you know, your flagship handset, you know, usually has like, you know, your Snapdragon 845, 55, whatever. Um, and 
it has like your your more up to date spec mm-hmm. uh, and and even down to camera detail and stuff as well. Now your S10e has the exact same processor as your S10 and your S10 Plus. It also has the same amount of RAM as the S10. Camera is the same camera apart from the telephone. Yes. So and it's got a faster fingerprint well, scanner. You don't yeah. like the placement because you're left-handed. I don't like the placement because I'm left-handed, but it's faster. Yeah, it's of a capacitive scanner that you can also use to put in your notification shade. Yeah, and the phone fits in one hand without bother. Yeah. So what what makes that a budget phone? It's still just under eight hundred pounds to buy. I just want to know the people who made that list. What? How much are they? How much can they afford to spend on their phones? Yeah, because they're obviously Londoners. Exactly. Well, and the thing is, it's like. In the past, budget phones used to be just that, your J-range phones, like your 100 £150 budget phones. Mm-hmm. And there is a market for budget phones for people who don't use their phone that much. That's fine. Your mid-range phones, this is this is my understanding of, of a mid-range phone. Take, take away price um, com- like from the equation temporarily. Now, if you look at the Samsung phones, right, their new A-range, like their A40s, A70s that we've seen, now they've taken down some of the camera, They've taken down some of the like in-screen fingerprint scanner, or in some of the cases, they've taken it away. Mm-hmm. One thing they've always kept is the premium screen. Yep. They've brought down big battery. They've kept good build quality. They've mm-hmm. taken away um, water resistance. Mm-hmm. They've kept obviously the headphone jack and stuff. That's just a Samsung yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But they've taken away water resistance, and the, the resolution of the screen dropped slightly. Mm-hmm. And but even some on the of the range, they've the taken away. Density is really, really high. Oh yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. But they've, phone, they've kept yeah. the display. They've kept. They've brought down one thing, like the main things from the big phones, the the, the top range phones. But they've skimpered in other areas. The processor is also a hell of a lot weaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah, saves yeah. on battery, things like that. So, yeah. and the camera's worse, a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. It's not the best camera that they've got because the processor's weaker. The camera processing once you've taken the photos is also weaker. So the outcome, but it's also not the worst camera. Oh no, it's a Samsung camera, so it's a good camera. But it's what I'm saying. They take down some of the things, so it feels like a premium phone because it's built premium. Mm-hmm. The screen is premium, so it looks premium. But the fingerprint scanner is now capacitive, or the in-screen is not is no longer the ultrasonic. It's yeah, just yeah, an yeah. optical, um, and there's no water resistance. So they've skimpered in clear areas. They've taken away, mm-hmm. and your phone isn't got the processing capacity as the S range. Yeah. So clearly cut. But they've not cut enough for it to be a low-range phone that it's going to be sluggish in your pocket. That is how I understand a mid-range phone yeah. from Samsung or from a, another like high-end company. Yeah. But mid-range phones, there is now a tier known as the flagship killers, and they are your definite mid-range phones. Mm-hmm. But there's even some flagships. If you go by price, that price usually ranges, like what you said, from, say, upwards of £300 to max 6 like sub seven hundred pounds, but we'll call it sub seven hundred because the S ten E and the iPhone XR set the benchmark at what seven nine nine seven five nine to seven nine nine. Yeah, pretty much. Um, British pounds or seven nine nine to eight five nine, I think roughly so US dollars. So you put it in that sort of retrospect, anything below seven hundred, and I would say above three hundred. Although I will surprise you later on, <laughs> above above three hundred is your sort of typical mid range smartphones. Um, so I mean that list for that that's not a budget phone or a mid-range phone and that, so it depends on how they define it mm-hmm. but even in saying that that's like for that generation that's the lowest tier S range phone and the XR is the lowest tier iPhone so technically the 10S was the mid-range 10S 
tennis mark's been the top and 10R being the low. So it depends on how they're judging it, but either way, they're yeah. judging it wrong. Yeah, well, I'm going to read you the shortlist. Now, I, I completely agree with you. Now, the shortlist for the best mid-range phone, um, starting from the top of the list, mm-hmm. was the Xiaomi Mi 9, the Nokia 7.1, the Samsung Galaxy S10e, the Motorola G7 Plus, the iPhone XR, again, mm-hmm. mentioned, and the Honor View 20. Okay. I like the View 20. The, the, the View 20 is great, but that, again, I would consider that a mid-range phone. Yeah, so but look at the price of some of the phones on that list and then compare it to your S10e and your XR. Yeah. What were they thinking? <laughs> Aye, it just seems like they think it's in that ballpark. Maybe, maybe, their, maybe their mid-range goes up to sub £800. Maybe they were looking on Wish.com. <laughs> oh, my God. Vulcan. No, was it voucher? <laughs> Rip off versions of the XR. Yeah. Oh, that's only a tenner. <laughs> I was on Alibaba and this one looks like it's got an apple on the back. I think it's backwards, but I'm pretty sure it's legit. Think the guy who done this walked into CEX and went, oh, so that's how much they are. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that's uh, only £799. That's a bargain, that. <laughs> Little but, do they know that CEX just charged the exact same price. I have big issues with CEX, but we'll leave that for later That's another on. day. That's another day. But, ah, it's just, it's interesting. So what's um, the what's the, the price range that they've got exactly? What's the top and bottom price that they've got? Right, so I'm going to run you through the list. Yeah. Now, top range is your iPhone XR. Now, we're using the... Um, 128 gig variant, because it's the same as S10. Yes. Yeah, 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 so I think that's a fair comparison. Yeah. Uh, the base model, 64 gig, 750. Oh, my squint. Um, the- <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why that sounded funny. <laughs> the, uh, the, two, uh, the 128, sorry, is 199. Uh, sorry, 799.99. Okay, 800 so quid. Top of the range. The lowest on the, the 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 list. Now, technically, this is the lowest, but another phone on the list can be found lower, mm-hmm. but its RRP is higher. Mm-hmm. Your lowest on the list is the Motorola G7 Plus. That okay. comes in at £199.99, okay. £200. Okay. So what's the lowest one that you can find? The lowest one I can find is the Nokia 7.1. Pile of shit. <laughs> I'm joking, well, I'm joking, I'm joking. The, that RRP is at 299.99, so 300 squid, but I can find it for 169.99. Yeah, that's right? on Amazon as well. Yep, so why the insane? F- why the fuck are phones under £200 in the same bracket as an iPhone fucking XR? That's not a mid range phone. That's not. I'm actually just checking the specs as well, and that has got the Qualcomm 673 processor. 636. So that's a low-range processor. So it's only gig, 3 gigs of RAM, 32 gigs internal storage. Fucking hell. That so is a low-range phone. Compared to a 128-gig phone, both in the Samsung and in the iPhone. That's non-comparable. That's, Why are they even on the list? Yeah, There's that's literally a, no wonder it won. There's no competitors there. No, that's that's a completely biz- that's that's quite that's very 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 bizarre. Mm-hmm. Now very just bizarre. to run you through the rest of the prices, I mentioned obviously your S10, your XR, your Nokia seven point one, your G seven plus, your Honor View twenty retails at three nine 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 nine, and your Mi nine at four nine 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 nine. Yep. Okay. So they've Honor. I would say the is there Honor, any Huawei's on that list? Well, yeah, apart the for Honor, the Honor. Honor. Well, no. 
that's 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 all I've got. That's also very bizarre. Yeah, that is also very bizarre. Like because in that not exact same the P thirty light. If you're going for RRP price bracket, the Mate Twenty Pro is the same price as the S ten E and iPhone ten R are RRP. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't class that as a mid range phone. The reason it's lower is because it's older, so they've reduced Maybe the even price. the Mate Twenty or the Mate Twenty X. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, aye, there's, there's, there's very little mention of Huawei at all. And I'm, I'm, I'm confused as to how this, how both the Motorola and the Nokia even made it this far. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just perplexed as to how the fact, the thought that we can put the Nokia 7.1 against the iPhone XR and S10e. How on God's great earth can you compare those phones side by side? On a level playing field. Now, I think I might have an answer to your question. Yep. I don't see a category for best low-range phones. So they've just got mid-range and... Yeah, as far as I know. They've got a best gadget under £100, but that includes everything. Oh, that's kind of strange. What's the, Have they got a top-tier list? Top-tier smartphones? Yeah, the um, best, best is, phone. It's yeah. just called best phone. And that was just the only name S10? S10, yeah. The short list for that just... To jump quickly back to that was the Huawei Mate 20 Pro, uh-huh. the iPhone XS Max, yep. the Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus, the Huawei P30 Pro, and the Samsung Note 9. Another confusing list there. I have, I've, I've just got one, one wee query with that one. Mate what 20 makes Pro, the S10 better than the S10 Plus? Considering the S10 Plus has the best battery out of both of them. Wait, what? You said the S10 and S10 no, Plus. No, no, sorry, just list. just the S10 Plus. Right. Yeah, I was nearly my brain was nearly <laughs> like folding backwards and coming. No, out no, you're fine. Just the S the S10 is not on the list. Right. So the S10 is not on the mid range list or the top tier list. So the S10 doesn't exist. Pretty much. Hmm. Mm. Right, it's a bit of a bullshit list to be fair. Anyway. And the Note Nine, last a last gen phone, great phone as we've already discussed. Last gen phone. Why is that confusing. on the list of the like this? That is very confusing. And I was confused to see. I know that there's obviously distinguishable differences between mm-hmm. the Mate 20 Pro and the P30 Pro. Yeah, but I would expect just that the P30, the P30 Pro. Pro would just be. On you would it. take this generation, the 2019 yeah. phones, yeah, to compare the 2019's yeah. best smartphone. It just makes sense. And like the only the only time that I would compare these phones against each other is if like you were looking at now prices. So if you're in the range or you're looking for a phone, yeah, you would go, oh, well, you've got this phone. It's brand new out. It's this mm-hmm. price. But you can grab last year's yep. for such a lower price. Mm-hmm. Like so, right, Paul, you're looking at that list, you're a consumer, and you're looking to buy a new phone and you want a great mid-range phone. So looking at that list, mid-range phone, yep. and you went by their justification, S10 E, how much would you be paying? I'd be paying seven hundred pounds. Seven hundred pounds. Yep. Right. So that's seven hundred pounds flat or is that seven nine nine? Six nine 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 nine. Six nine 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 for the base model, right? Mm-hmm. So, and if you go for the top tier, how much would you be paying for the S10 Plus? Is that near? Just about a grand, yeah. Just about a grand. So there's only a displacement of £300. Which is enough to buy um, an actual mid-range phone. An actual, exactly. (laughs) So that's the thing. You can get that phone and a mid-range phone for the exact same price as that top tier phone. Bargain hunter. Uh, It's ridiculous. If if you're in the market for a mid-range phone and have a spare grand... Get yourself an S10 Plus. <laughs> <laughs> or get four. Well, Fuck it out. Like this, this is the thing that, that, that really confuses me. So they've made that list and I think they've done it wrong. So 
I'm just going to buy, like, if we go by price, right, I'm going to so, give you a good load of crackers. I'm going to give you a wee introduction here. Welcome to Stephen's mid-range extravaganza. Mid-range in price, not in performance. So, <laughs> while, while Paul was looking at this list, because he, he told me about this list um, a couple of days ago, uh, and I had a look at it, and I was hanging over the toilet spewing for ages because it was just <laughs> disgusting. Um, so, I kind of thought to myself, if I had a spare, let's say five to six hundred pounds, yeah. So six hundred and below, right? We'll mm-hmm. make that the benchmark. Yeah, six, All right. no more than six hundred. No more than six hundred, and I want a mid-range phone. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here to tell you that below six hundred pounds, you won't get a mid-range phone. You can get a flagship for that price. Um, tell me more. I, I will tell you more, and I've got an absolute gem, two gems actually. Um, well cheaper than that which is absolutely banging so phones that are just out this year you can get the OnePlus 7 Pro alright 6 gigs RAM 128 gigs of storage guess how much you can get that one in well I've had a shot at the phone and it's class so I'm gonna go bang if, if the budget's 600 mm-hmm. I'm gonna go bang on 600 bang on 600 you say <clears throat> £573 now that is imported. You get the UK version imported. Now we'll put the list, uh, the link um, for the website. This is where I buy my phones um, below the episode so you can actually see this and clarify. But £573 will get you the base model, the OnePlus 7 Pro. Quick rundown of specs, 90Hz refresh rate screen, AMOLED display, Snapdragon 855. This is a flagship. It's waterproof. Pop-up camera, no bezels, no nothing. Just a full screen phone. That's a bargain. Mm-hmm. considering the retail price is meant to be 649 so you can get that phone it just came out like two weeks ago for less than that money the one plus seven mm-hmm. so the normal version of that phone yeah, yeah. 409 pounds <sighs> exact same specs only thing is you've got a dewdrop notch as opposed to you have the slide out camera no 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 you've got a little dewdrop oh, they, notch that answered my question so yeah um if you go by last year's flagship phones if you're someone who loves stock Android, you can pick up a Pixel 3 for £430. No. Why buy a Pixel 3a for £399? You can get the Pixel 3 for £430. Now that's, that's a bargain. Class. That's a bargain. That's obviously a Snapdragon 845, 4 gigs RAM, 64 gig variant. So that's the base variant of that phone as well. If you're sticking with OnePlus, you can get a 6T for only £369. Class phone. See that. that <laughs> And again, that's the base variant model of that one. That was the first OnePlus phone to have the in-screen fingerprint scanner. Yeah, yeah. A quick wee shout. This is this is a phone that quite a lot of folk won't have heard of, um, but it's Xiaomi's newest phone. It's called the Qu- the K20 Pro, right? Okay. Snapdragon 855, pop-up camera, bezel-less display, in-screen fingerprint scanner, triple lens, set- triple lens setup, the full shebang. Right? Sounds like a flagship. It is a flagship. Okay. Right? Now, you can get the base model, which comes with 8 gigs of RAM and the Snapdragon 855, 128 Whoa. gigs of storage, base, 429. £30 more can d- put your storage up to 256. So if you need more storage, it's going to cost you 30 quid. the fuck are we paying for it, Huawei and Samsung and Apple? It gets even better because you mentioned the Mate 20 Pro was on that top tier list. Yep. Now you can pick that up for £543. So if they were making that list based on price, considering price and performance, that should have been up there is number one because for the price you're paying you're getting the one of the best smartphones of last year 
literally everything that the S10 and Plus can do. when we say last year, it came out in fucking November. Exactly. That was six months, what, seven, eight, sorry, eight months ago. Eight months ago. Not even got, a year ago. You've got a 1440, 1440p Samsung display, um, you've got your in-screen fingerprint scan, scanner, you've got your reverse wireless charging, 4,000 a beast processor, massive battery, you've got everything you want, apart from a headphone jack, you've got everything sorry. you want, and you've also got the 3D face unlock as well. Which is better than what the S10 can Insane. offer. It's very secure. Insane. Like that's amazing. Um, and the two little shout outs before uh, before we discuss uh, our me and Paul found an amazing new phone that's just come out. But the two little shout outs, right? So if you're in the market for a sub three hundred pound phone, now the flagship sub three hundred pound phone wouldn't call it a flagship. It's not a flagship. Mm-hmm. Two hundred eighty three pounds will get you a phone with eight gigs of RAM. 128 gigs of storage, Snapdragon 845 processor, 1080p LCD screen. You've got your capacitive um, fingerprint scan on the back. Yeah, yeah. You've got your 3D face unlock as well. Mm-hmm. No, um, no waterproofing, but we can let that slide Fair. for the price. You've got copper cooling system. You've got everything you need. Beast phone, super fast. It was, I think, one of the fastest phones of last year. The Poco Phone F1, 280 pounds. Poco. The Poco Phone F1. Where's that made? Uh, that's made by Xiaomi as well. How is it? That's made by Xiaomi in India. Yeah. Um, but that one there, Snapdragon 845, 8 gigs RAM, 128 gigs. So better specs than all the phones I've, I've, I've spoken about previously. Yeah, yeah. Fast as anything. So if you want performance at the best price, that should have been on that list. Mm-hmm. Not even for mid-range phones, because that's, that's, that's Poco Phone's like flagship phone. £280. Again, packing a massive punch. Um, but yeah. Um, the last one would be the Honor Play Pro. Um, you get yeah. the Kirin 710, but it comes with a 3750 mAh battery. That's another thing. The Poco Phone F1 is 4000 mAh battery. And it's only powering an LCD screen. Yeah. Lasting days. Um, but yeah, you get, but this one, it's 216 quid. It comes with a gaming controller. So you actually get a physical controller for you to play your games. So there's, and that, they, those are available. But don't do that on PUBG Mobile because you'll get banned. Will you really? Yeah, uh, it's class as cheating, I'm sure. It's in the terms and conditions. That's absolutely. I've had, well, I've had, I, to be fair, I'm going to back myself up here. I say that without actually looking into it, but I have heard on the good old interwebs, specifically Reddit, that you can get banned for um, using um, gamepad support. Oh, that's insane. Well, because it can gives get you a clear <laughs> advantage. Well, uh, to an extent. Well, you, there's apps that you can download that you can map your um, PlayStation controller to your phone. Yeah. Oh, um, this it's is just true. a Bluetooth controller at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, that, that's pretty cool. Actually, I may do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'll, try it. I'll show you how to do it after this. Oh, legend. Yeah. Um, so, Paul, just to, just before we tell off phones and that, we obviously discovered this new phone. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I, I, even, do you know what? It looks like, it looks futuristic. The it back of it minted. has a vent. It is minted. It comes in a red and it comes in the camel. Obviously, you've seen you've seen those designs. Oh. So me and Paul has come across um a gaming phone that's just been released, right? It's the first smartphone ever to be to be able to record video in 8K resolution. Maybe 15 frames per second, but 8K resolution. Snapdragon 855 processor, 8 gigs RAM and 128 gigs storage as standard. It is the world's first smartphone with an inbuilt cooling fan and is very sleek and slender. 5,000 milliampere battery, 90 hertz refresh rate AMOLED screen. It is a gaming phone. It's got triggers up the top, <laughs> capacitive <laughs> triggers built into the phone. They're seamlessly insane. built into the phone. 
you've got your, your fingerprint scanner on the back of the phone, you have a customizable LED on the back of the phone, you've got a headphone jack, you've got pinpoint connectors to attach anything else you want to attach to it. The only thing it doesn't seem to have is water resistance because you've got a fan. So if but you fall in water, cool as fuck. It's fucking fan. minted. I mean, when the, we say fan, that sounds really like, oh, that must be quite chunky. You can choose the speed as doesn't. well. I know no, it doesn't. I know. And, and, it's got fucking LEDs. It's fucking minted. But what it's very gamer s- doesn't it's like so- RGB LEDs? Oh, it's such a subtle LED as well. So like, you can have it bright. And you, you can, can customise it. it. Oh yeah, fully customisable. You've got a specific button on the side that takes you into the gaming mode as well, mm. um, where you can customise your settings of the fan, the processor, everything for each specific game. Am I right in saying you can customise your refresh rate of your screen as well? So yes. if you want to drive yes. performance... But you didn't want to. You want to save you know, battery as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can totally change that. It is insane. Now this phone, you might think this is going to be expensive. This is this is insane. The specs like AMOLED screen, ninety hertz refresh rate, five thousand milliampere battery, eight K resolution video recording. What's going on? That's a forty-eight megapixel camera as well, and it's quite good with HDR on. Mm-hmm. Paul, tell us the price. You remember the price? He joking. I don't remember anything. <laughs> ah, oh, and a nice wee surprise for your second time. And that phone is coming in at £419. Oh, that's the Red that's Magic 3 gaming mobile phone. Honestly, check it out. That is that's We the will um, also of drop that in the, the description as well. Yes, buy that from Red Magic directly. you got two years manufacturers wanting in that with, with it as well. Obviously, you've got that fan in there. But I mean, that is Razor insane. your heart out. Oh, 100%. Absolutely, hundred percent. The fact that it's got the capacitive buttons, the trigger shoulder buttons, the trigger shoulder button, and the fucking a connection winner. for a keyboard. That's f- I fucking I want that phone. You could literally get a Bluetooth mouse, connect the keyboard, boom, you're a PC gamer on a phone or on a fucking that, train. Uh, it's so good. But see the hun- uh, I want to see what the price is, right? Because that's the eight gig RAM version, one hundred twenty eight gig storage. Yeah. There's a twelve gig RAM, two hundred fifty six gig storage. Twelve gigs of RAM to just absolutely just to fuck about with. Just for whatever reason, you just have eight games on at once. Now, I'm going to make a point here, which leads on to, I would probably say our final thing of tonight. Oh, he's pointing at me as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm scared. Now, 12 gig RAM in that phone. Yeah. My laptop cost over a grand, MacBook Pro. Uh-huh. It's only got eight. Aye, but that's got DDR3 storage. I know, I right. know. I was just making a figure point. I know I that support, this is significantly su- superior. But yeah. But still. It is pretty awesome. Pretty The fact that you can get impressive. a phone for that. We actually did, I've just discovered as well, um, that you can get the the last year's version of the Red Magic 3. It's called the Red Magic Mars. And that one with the Snapdragon 845 is, what, £359. Menno. At, so good. Using the example of the MacBook, I'm going to use that as a stepping stone into the next and final topic of the night. Because time's getting Thank a bit. Fuck for we that. We failed, honestly, we apologise. We, we we fell down the rabbit hole of mobile phones uh, again. Uh, we we actually only planned that to be like the first quarter of the episode. I'm getting, and I'm getting we sick of getting way voice. too excited about it. But, <laughs> so, yeah, so this episode is. I just got just fucking furious that phones. Like, Things were that expensive. I just, I had to give you guys bargains. I'll tell you what else is expensive. What? The Mac Pro 2019. How Coming much out is? Later in the year. 
How much is it? Base model comes in around about £6,000. Jesus Christ. And it looks like a cheese grater. Sorry, $6,000, but we know what Apple are like. They always like to translate dollars to pounds exactly the same yeah. way without the exchange rate. It does look like a cheese grater though, doesn't it? Cheese grater. <laughs> yeah, literally. Go on to Twitter and type in hashtag MacPro. You'll find the best gifts. It is so... Oh my God, that's so cheese grater but that's, so, that's the base model. Um, <laughs> without the modulars... Tell everybody how much it is kitted out. Well, the max kit granted, that's a shit ton of spec, but how much has it got well, potential to let's, be? Let's just throw out just the RAM, because we had RAM earlier on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, come on, tell us. What's the max spec RAM you can kit that thing out with? <laughs> how, how much RAM? <laughs> how, much, how much random access memory can you... Unload onto that thing. One point five gigabytes, terabytes. Jesus of fucking, fucking RAM. Ram that in your throat. Oh, oh that was a shit one. Oh, no. ah, that was a, that was a shit you. one. I'm not happy with that one. <laughs> but one and a half terabytes. That will likely cost you between thirty-five to forty <coughs> thousand pounds. Not just for the RAM. Just want to clarify that. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Just the sale of the century here, here. mum I'm famous I've just managed to get someone to pay 40 grand for one and a half gig of one and a half terabytes of RAM you've got somebody to pay for that one and a half gigabytes of RAM <laughs> no that's that's not just the RAM that's it that is with the rest of the, the fully kitted out specs but that is just for the Mac Pro Tower so <laughs> there is also a display right oh. what's the name of the display again I've totally forgot the name the Mac Pro Display XDR. Um, now, XDR, to be fair, it does start at $5,000 or £5,000. However, this is a 6K resolution display. It's also 32-inch. It is big. Um, it gets up to 1,000 nits of brightness indefinitely. And that's why the back of it also looks like a cheese grater. <laughs> constant. There's a fan in there that you can't hear. I just want to bring up, just read something. Uh-huh. Have a look at the back of the, the new monitor and say that it doesn't look like hundreds of surprised aliens. It does, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I read that on Twitter. That's brilliant. Um, it has a, an, a, a contrast ratio of 1 million to 1, which Jesus. is incredibly high. And the pixel density... Um, obviously, you know it's six K is six thousand by six thousand and sixteen by three thousand three hundred eighty four, so extremely high density. This here definitely competes on the lines with the monitors that like cinematographers and that would use to like edit movies. Yeah, like this is like, and those cost thirty five thousand pounds each or thirty five thousand dollars each. So if you look in retrospect to that, it is an absolute fucking bargain for a display like that. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a uh, 120 hertz refresh rate as well, um, off the top of my mind. So it's it is an absolute monster of a display, um, and it comes with a stand, um, but it doesn't come installed with a stand. You do have to buy that separately. So the monitor is five thousand pounds or five thousand um, dollars, and the stand you will get for a reasonable nine, nine, nine. 99 one thousand fucking dollars i thought you were gonna say like 99 pounds 99 pence i was like that's actually not bad no a thousand fucking thousand dollars for a stand do you know what it does paulo what 
uh, allows users to better articulate the screen and place it in various <gasps> positions. Oh my god! I'm impressed. Um, they've done Take this because they, they've done this because people um, have complained about Apple's fixed stands in the past. Didums. So you you have to pay for it for Apple to fix their own shit. <laughs> Fuck's sake! See see the thing right. This is. Everything about this this device, right, is it's all high end, right? It's for like totally. people who want to video edit things like that, right? So that's fine. So you can understand five thousand for the thing, four five thousand for the. So yeah. you're you're talking if you want the the base model Mac Pro, the display, and the stand, it's estimated it will cost you eleven thousand nine hundred ninety seven dollars mm-hmm. for just the base pack so of everything. The point the point I'm going to make there is. Obviously, this this has sort of become a bit of a meme, mm. um, and Apple, you know, charging crazy amounts for for computers. <laughs> but you look at Apple's history; they're just back doing what they were doing. Aye, but no, for a fucking stand, a thousand pounds for a stand. The stand is the exception, but they're making high end premium computers. For high end price because they're aiming at high end customers. Right, this isn't right, for right, right. this isn't for your ten year old for Christmas. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Right. I'm not complaining about the price of the, the Mac Pro, right? No, you are expecting I'm completely unrelated to the stand here. I am not justifying the stand. The stand yeah. is fucking ridiculous. See the thing is I, I look at the Mac Pro price and I actually think that's quite reasonable. And there's also the new Vesa stand, I think I'm mm-hmm. saying that right. Yeah. Which is essentially the wall mount if you don't want to pay a thousand pounds for that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, shit, our stand. Uh, <laughs> and how much is that coming on it? Two hundred. Two hundred. That's hundred quid. That is one hundred and thirty pounds more expensive than the iMac Pro's Vesa stand, yeah. which is only seventy nine. Sorry, one hundred and twenty pounds. That's only seventy nine pounds for for the Vesa stand for that for that uh, iMac Pro. <clears throat> see, see if you're Crazy. like, well, see, see, like, I'm just putting it in perspective. I just priced up an iMac Pro. Top spec, absolutely everything with Logic Up Pro and Final Cut Pro come the software packages come installed yeah, yeah, yeah. on the device, right? So top tier specs on absolutely everything on RAM, on memory. You even get the top end, you get the trackpad and mouse pad um, with that. I love a trackpad. You love a trackpad. Um, and that there, right? Now the VAT is £2,529, put it that way. But the, the top end iMac Pro is £15,177. Right. Which is more than half. Yeah, which is which is like insane for the top tier spec iMac Pro, which is a beast if you're like a video recorder. Oh yeah, it is it is a monster, um, and it will get the job done for you, no quibbles. Um, only the top tier, as far as I'm aware, is like amazing for that. <coughs> but the Mac, the the new Mac Pro, like unless you desperately need it, you could probably steer away from. From that Imagine top. you spent um, 35 grand on a computer and you had shit internet. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck so much. Oh, you didn't even have broadband. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, oh, but the thing is, right? you played Sims. Now, statistically, right? Now, there's got to be someone who's going to buy, in the world, you know, in our huge, huge planet, mm-hmm. that is going to buy one of these who doesn't have broadband. Uh, There's got to be something there, there that does that. probably will be. Because the Chinese will be spying on them. so bizarre. <laughs> it is. See, like, even other things as well is, like, I know for a fact that people, like, 
um, do their videos and things on MacBook Pros, like top end MacBook Pros. Well, we he, do the podcast on a MacBook Pro and it's shit hot for it. Ah, exactly. But like in terms of like, even like if you take videos to the next level, that takes a hell of a lot. I mean, you can get a MacBook Pro top tier for less than two thousand pounds. Yeah, can I mean so? Like, I was actually looking at new Macs yesterday. Um, not that I'm looking for one because I can't afford one, but I was having a wee sort of like we have one wee of sneak them peak. impulse buy, but I can't afford to be an Aye. impulse buy kind of thing. Yeah, I, know I was having mean. a look at the fifteen inch two thousand and nineteen model. Oh, with I, don't slide, like, I don't like. I don't like fifteen inch ones. Yeah, well, uh, the fifteen inch I, I ones. I love those like stereo speakers at the side. Uh, I suppose just for watching video. Yeah, I suppose, oh. but that one's still less than three thousand. But like, you can get a MacBook Pro for less than two thousand pounds, which yeah. would get the job done for you, yes, and it's portable. To be fair, you can get a second hand one with an an i five processor and eight gig RAM for like I don't know. Six to eight hundred pounds. Oh, mine's was only five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. And yours is the i5 8 gram version. Yeah, if I remember half right, half a terabyte. I've got as well. Oh, have you? SSD. Yeah. Jesus Christ, mine's only two five six. Haha, reading weep. I know. Put it into perspective. Like in terms of like money wise, <laughs> if you want to get the job done, just get yourself a laptop. Yeah. Um. Well, in the meantime, doing, and then obviously, like, I obviously, but I mean, us, but... if you're like a budding professional, you've got a wee bit of cash in your pocket and you want to go places and you do want to go down the Apple route, you've seen this and you've went, oh, this looks perfect. You look at the price tag and you go, I can't, I can't even afford the fucking stand. But the thing <sighs> is, you can buy lots and lots of cars for that price. You could also put a serious deposit on a house. How many top tier Poco phones could you buy for one top tier Mac Pro? Let's just find that out. Let's get the calculators out. So, so what? Th- let's go to thirty five thousand. Okay. Right, you did thirty five thousand, and yeah. I'll go for the forty thousand pound estimate. And was it four hundred and nineteen for the Poco? No, no. Poco phone was two hundred and twenty five pounds, and that was the new price that I managed to find. What um, was it? Uh, two hundred and what? Two hundred and twenty five. Okay. Oh <laughs> my god. So, do you want to go first? How much have you got? Uh, I've got 155 and a half, essentially. Well, if it was £40,000, you'd be able to get 177.7 poker phones. 178 <laughs> poker phones. That is insane. That is insane. Considering the poker phones' um, top end price RRP is like 370 imagine you bought them so, and resold them. You'd be in the buck. We're going to leave you with that. That's so for £35,000, don't buy a Mac Pro, buy 155 or if you're paying 40000 177, 147.7 Poco, Poco phones. phones. Why not? So, eh? the, the final note to this episode is, go buy yourself a Poco phone. Let oh. us know how it is and we'll go buy one. Oh my God. Guinea pigs. Oh Love my it. God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compile a wee list, not right now, of... <laughs> second out if, if, you, if you're like me and you like the second hand market right I'll compile a list of a cheap Mac MacBook Pro right cheap phone mm-hmm. cheap gaming monitor cheap games console boom you can get yourself a nice Love wee it. a nice wee setup and fucking have a happy life you could even go as far as headphones microphones you can do the headphones and microphones headphones you're the sound guy microphones yeah, you can do the headphones and microphones. <laughs> I'm not really into all that stuff. You organise all that caper. 
I'll do the phones and the computers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like it. Right, so we'll leave you with that. Um, Apologies for going well off topic multiple times. Yeah, so it just means we've got content for the next episode because we've only covered half of what we wanted to do in this episode. So Which that's is good. frightening. Love a bit of content and less thinking. <laughs> that, to be fair, less is too much content. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, anyway, folks, I've been Stephen. I've been Paul. And this has been another episode of Mind the Gap. Catch you guys in the next one.